BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer. His name is Raj Geary, and this is the Wrestling Inc. News and Notes Thursday show. And have we got a good one for you. We're going to be talking all about Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. We're going to talk about new signings, and we're talking about big announcements. But before we get into all of that, Raj, you're leaving us. What the heck? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I was on for a year, and uh, yeah, it's coming up at the end of this month. So, yeah. So it's at the wild. end of the month, so everyone better just just uh, drink it in, drink in Raj while he's <laughs> here, because we're not going to have him forever, and that goes for everybody who's watching us now. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, uh, and show that you're supporting the show. It's a new show, and we just took two weeks off. Not the best way to keep it, going, but what are you going to do? I was at WrestleMania. I can't, I can't help it. But Raj, you got to be in senioritis mode right now, right? Come on. You're phoning yeah, it in man. a little bit, right? I'm phoning it in. <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on. Haven't, haven't watched wrestling in months. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania was last weekend. What's, what's that? Uh, but uh, so you're just doing this show. You've got, so end of the month. Today is, I'm looking right at a calendar as we speak here, using the magic of turning my head here. You've got three episodes after this one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that real? Three episodes? Right. So, yeah. This one and three more. Well, that means everyone in the chat, they got to leave some nice memories of you or comments about you. Leave some good reviews and, and whatnot. Yeah, give us some five stars and talk about how much you love Raj on Apple Podcasts or here on the YouTube channel. I say here on, I guess here on Apple podcast too, depending on where you're listening to it. <laughs> we, we could use a few five-star reviews on Apple podcasts. Not going to lie to you folks. So get out there and give them. Why don't you? Um, but let's get into the first order of business. First order of business. Actually, let's just say everyone in the chat. Thanks for being here. Jonathan Torres saying the best part of Thursday. Thank you so much. Uh, Maestro Dog 65, the tornado, Anthony Y, George Bartley, Bit Milligan, Krona Shah. We also got uh, 
Mike Rouse in the house. We got Axe. We got Gluten Free. Killer of Demons. Thank you guys so much for rolling through. Uh, Tornado Anthony Y with the, the big question here. Will this show continue after Raj leaves? I hope so. I hope me too. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll see what we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. We'll see if I get another partner, if it's just going to be me sitting by myself, chatting to yeah. myself, uh, which is how my day goes before and after this show starts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk ratings, Raj. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite off the heels of the announcement that there will be a big announcement. AW Dynamite rolled in with 877,000 viewers and they got a 0. .30 in the demo. Not their best week as far as ratings go, which typically I'd say this is normal, but this was after saying, hey, I got a big announcement and usually that does something. Yeah, usually there's a uh, an increase and uh, didn't happen this week. I, I, I felt like the rating was... Uh... You know, a lot of times after WrestleMania, um, and and granted, it, this didn't happen the last couple of years, but like Impact would would see a, an, an increase in ratings when uh, they were on after WrestleMania. Um, yeah, it just wasn't a it wasn't a good number. And you know, NXT same thing, not a good number this past uh, Tuesday night. So NXT and AEW struggled. Is it something that I could look at if I'm trying to find a silver lining that maybe for whatever reason, this just isn't a good week for pro wrestling? You know, at, at some point, I just wonder if there's a little burnout. You know, we had mm -hmm. Friday uh, with SmackDown, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And, you know, at some point, it's just like, that's enough. So... You know, we'll see. We'll 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 see what the AEW numbers are next week. But uh, you know, I I just think it's been a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 overwhelmed. You know, like I'm ready for a break. So it's yeah. I was saying to the guys yesterday that last week I actually I I actually was on commentary for a show on Thursday morning. I did Wally Mania. I did. Uh, Ring of Honor on Tuesday or on Friday. Then I did, of course, WrestleMania night one, WrestleMania night two. Then there's Raw the next weekend. And I am about as big of a wrestling fan as you're going to find. And even I was getting through Raw going, eh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to ready to tap out for a little bit. And um, I, I could imagine people being a little bit, a little bit tired of it, maybe recording it. And so they could, skip commercials later or something but uh yeah. but usually the big announcement gets numbers there I, I i wonder if that is a sign that maybe it's time for them to stop the big announcements for a little bit yeah i i felt like look i mean it's this is going to be aew's biggest uh attendance in theory it should be uh that they've ever had so in that sense it is a big deal but Tony Khan has been overdoing these big announcements, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I feel like it's starting to become a parody. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I just thought like this was a press release announcement, not a uh, not a TV announcement, in my opinion. Well, let's talk about this announcement, because I think 
I mean, we're, we're, we're dancing around it. Let's just get right into what, what it is. Uh, Tony Khan announced on dynamite that AEW will be bringing back all in and it will be held at London's Wembley stadium, uh, in a, in an article on wrestling Inc written by Matthew Carlins says during Wednesday night's dynamite con alongside the freshly all elite Nigel McGuinness and Adam Cole revealed that AEW is reviving the all in branding for an event in London, uh, nine in the 90,000 seat Wembley stadium, August 27th. It'll mark AEW's debut in the United kingdom and its first show outside of North America. Now, everything aside, do you, you believe that this is a, a press release uh, news, not big news for a TV show. What did you think? I thought it felt like big. I feel like the presentation and how they did it didn't hit the way I would have liked it to. Um, and I don't know if it, I, I part of it, I guess I was left feeling like you got Nigel McGinnis there and you're like, Hey, we brought someone here who can talk to us about how special it is to be going to London, Adam Cole. And I'm like, well, you got it. You got Nigel McGinnis there. Why, why is, why isn't he talking about this? It felt, it didn't feel like the announcement was done in a big way. I feel like this could have been a big announcement, but it was done kind of like, Hey, let's do this backstage real quick. We got five minutes. Yeah. I, I feel like it's one of those things that it feels like it's a big, it's a big thing. I mean, gosh, I don't know what kind of attendance they're going to do, but mm -hmm. if they do 80,000 people, and I, I don't think they're going to do that, but they do that, that's bigger than any WrestleMania, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a huge deal in that sense. I, um, my guess is they do about 40,000, but we'll see. You know, AEW it, it has always in my opinion, overperformed when it comes to a new market. Like they mm -hmm. do great the first time and then they fall greatly the second time they're there. And uh, this is their first time in the UK. I could see them just doing huge. So we'll see. Yeah, that's the big rub here is that it holds so many people. You're going to have to find a way to sell a lot of tickets. And now that is an area that is starved for wrestling, at least from American, big American companies. So they'll mm -hmm. probably get a lot of ticket sales. But again, I don't know. I don't know what the prices are going to be. I don't know what is going to go in with it. Uh, but I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's a big deal. And if they can really sell it out, that could be a huge statement for them and a big thing for them. But of course, it'll be. <laughs> we'll have to see if they can. <laughs> If they can't sell, I kind of think there's no way they sell it out. But if they do, oh my god, that's gigantic. I mean, I think as long as they get close, or at least like you said, if they sell sixty thousand, I think that's a win. Yeah, um, for sure. Oh, oh, that's a huge win. I think yeah. if they sell forty thousand, that's a big win. Um, yeah. If it is now, if it's one of these things where everyone's seats get moved to the the one side to make it look full, and we're seeing tons of pictures of this. 30 or uh you know 70 percent empty stadium that's gonna hurt but it, yeah if they sell for if they break their attendance record that's a win for them i think yeah i mean their attendance record is what twenty three thousand, i think for uh, arthur ash so they're gonna beat that I, I i would i think that's a safe bet but uh yeah we'll see 
Yeah, Tim Tim Greeny saying UK fans love wrestling. They do every time they've done a show there. Not that there's been a ton of shows uh, happening there, but it feels like every time a show is done across the pond, it's always incredible. And um, speaking of UK, I was a huge fan of NXT UK, and those were smaller shows, but the crowd absolutely was incredible week in and week out. Uh, and, and, I, and props to Tony Khan for taking a risk. You know, I feel like. I feel like they kind of blew their going into Toronto because I felt like they could have done way bigger and they played it safe. They didn't, uh, and they didn't. And I feel like now, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I think uh, it's taking some risks, you know? Yeah. And this is with all the uh, hubbubaloo about what's going on in WWE right now, I feel like this is the time for AEW to strike. If they if they want to try to get new viewers, this is that moment, not only because there's rumors about what's going on at WWE, but also just mania is over. So this is usually when WWE slows down a little bit. This is their time to strike. Uh, so hopefully it works out for them. Um, Ryan W. with the Super Chat says, they need Goldberg, Monet, Punk, and Jada, Jade's streak. Um I guess I'm assuming, Ryan, that that means all to happen at that Wembley show if they want to sell tickets there. I think uh, uh, Sting's retirement. I think that's the that's the place to do it. That would be huge. Yeah. Because um, that's I mean, one, of those, one of the greatest careers of all time. That would be something that would make me want to go out. Because being able to say you saw the last match of somebody is a mm -hmm. really big deal. I actually thought I saw Sting's last match when he was in TNA one time. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, pro wrestling, am I right? So he, <laughs> he, came, he came back. But in the moment, it felt really, it was kind of cool to say I saw it. Uh, speaking of UK, though, we, we talked about Nigel McGuinness. Uh, Nigel McGuinness is apparently signed with AEW. Nick Miller had an article about it on Wrestling Inc., uh, he said, following his return to commentary at last week's Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, it looks as though Nigel McGuinness will continue to work under Tony Khan's wrestling umbrella. The AEW president and Ring of Honor owner announced today via Twitter that McGuinness is now all elite, calling the former Ring of Honor world champion a legend in pro wrestling. As of now, it's not entirely clear what McGuinness's position will be going forward. Though he received the All Elite graphic, Khan previously hinted that McGuinness would be a good fit for commentary on the revamped Ring of Honor brand. While McGuinness will almost certainly do commentary for one of the two companies, it's not an impossibility for the former Ring of Honor and pro wrestling Noah performer to step back into the ring. I am a fan of Nigel McGuinness's commentary. Like I said, big fan of NXT UK. Big fan of Nigel McGuinness in general. But uh, much like the locker room, it's starting to feel like that commentary table is getting a little full over uh, under Tony Khan's watch. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I just feel like um, AEW has more talent than they know what to do with. Um, you know, we saw Jay White debut. I think Jay White is a fantastic signing. He's got all the potential in the world, but how many times are we seeing these guys sign with AEW and they just kind of fade away? And, mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see, you know, but, uh, I just, uh, I haven't seen that discipline of like really committing to the people that are being brought in. I mean, geez, Miro 
obviously, you know, mm-hmm. has done jack shit. Um, well, uh, since after, since his TNT title, he, he was doing stuff and then it fell off, to be fair. Completely. Like, yeah. Completely. Well, yeah. Completely fell off. He's been gone. Right, right, right. right. I mean, he's been, uh, completely gone. Yeah. Um, you know, and granted, a lot of the, the, these people uh, seem like they'd rather be back in WWE right now. But, you know, Andrade and uh, and others. So we'll see. It just feels like Bandito has visa issues. But uh, God, I don't know. There are just so many people. AEW has such a stacked roster. And it just feels like you're seeing the same guys every week. Orange Cassidy. Uh, um, you know, it's same guys every week. Um, yeah, it's but it, it's also one of those things that becomes tricky because if we don't see them, we want to see certain people every week, but then that means certain people aren't getting on TV, and it be- right. it becomes a balancing act. But I guess that's where it's kind of surprising with him working in football, not and having to deal with um, you know a limited number of roster spots on a football team and and. Um, yeah. the uh, salary caps you you mm-hmm. you would think he'd be a little bit more he'd be a little bit more aware of like hey i've only got so many spots i can only keep so many people at the same time i'm happy everyone like so many people have jobs and are getting contracts and and things but yeah it becomes very difficult to find a spot when you think of someone new coming on when i haven't seen wardlow in <laughs> regularly in months <laughs> it makes it hard for me to be like oh cool so and so might get back in the ring yeah, QT, go yeah. after yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, well, you did mention Jay White, and uh, Tony Khan also confirmed that White has signed with AEW. And this is from mm-hmm. Kieran Fisher on Huge. Wrestling Inc. Uh, it says AEW came following a shocking appearance on Dynamite last night. The Switchblade was part of the opening segment, which saw him help Juice Robinson deliver a beatdown on Ricky Starks. It appears that White has his first feud lined up and aligned with Robinson suggests that bullet club will have a role to play in AEW moving forward. Yeah. It's interesting. I have got to be honest about Jay white. It felt like so many people like Jay white should debut at WrestleMania and Jay white is this and that. Then he debuted on AEW, and I, I suddenly saw everyone say that, eh, this is nothing. They don't have room for him. And they kind of like, it was an interesting <laughs> thing that like, but when he was an unknown where he was going, it was this, he could be any, he could be huge. Now that we know suddenly we've adjusted our expectations. It's an interesting thing that we see with wrestling fans, I think. Yeah. You know, I think, I feel like, um, I don't know. I, I felt like the, the potential for Jay White and WWE uh, under the triple H regime uh, was greater, but now, now it seems like, it's no longer the Triple H regime, so that changes everything, you know. And, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really does. Even if nothing's really changing, and and we're going to talk about, I think, the biggest news, which is the Brock Lesnar, uh, Cody Rhodes news here in just a second. But mm-hmm. it really does make a big difference, I think, if you're someone looking at contracts because. You may get lost in the shuffle at AEW, as people say, but at the same time, at least you know where you stand, where with right. WWE over the past year, people have been 
put in power, taken out of power, companies selling, people are back in power, writings changed, re read formats, things like that. It, it, that's a very scary place to sign a contract with if you're someone who doesn't really know where right. you'll line up. Yeah, uh, it's all over the place right now. Uh, I mean, it just feels like it's a completely different situation week to week. And if you're looking to um, build a character or build your brand, you don't want that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's got to be a if you're a wrestler that has a contract coming up here, it's got to be a scary. It's got to be an, a, a very uncomfortable time. Uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause you never really, I, I don't, I, if I was a, if I was a Jay White and let's say I could pick wherever I go, it's a, it's a tough balancing act. Like which, which, yeah. which one stands out, you know, it's very, very interesting um, because you may get promised the world at one place and right. either place. And then once you get there, everything changes. Um <laughs> Speaking of speaking yeah. of changes, though, let's talk about what uh, I think was kind of the most shocking news I saw today, uh, or at least surprising, and that is some backstage news on the plans for Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes and what happened on Monday. Uh, and this is a write-up from Eric Mutter on uh, Wrestling Inc. Again, you can find all your top wrestling news at WrestlingInc.com. Uh, this time last week, most figured that Cody Rhodes would end WrestleMania weekend on top of the world. Instead, he found himself losing to undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns in the WrestleMania 39 main event, followed by him being pelted with a rubber chicken and getting wrecked by Brock Lesnar the next night on Raw. But fear not for the code, man, as the beatdown by Lesnar appears to be the start of a program between them and one that has evidently been in the works. Fightful Select is reporting that the Rhodes-Lesnar program has been planned for at least a month prior to Raw this past week, and that the two were, in fact, always scheduled a feud against each other. As a result, while some plans involving Rhodes were changed this past Monday, the Lesnar-Rhodes feud wasn't one of them and was not the result of any interference from Vincent Mann, who returned to creative at Raw to a hostile reaction. Uh it is also noted that Lesnar himself had been aware of these plans for at least a month and had been doing things to change his presentation and signal a heel turn on the horizon. Um, so you can read more of that on Wrestling Inc. But Raj, I think this is a huge surprise to a lot of people that, you know, we, we I see everyone on Twitter talking about how unhappy they are with how Raw went. But this, this was actually something that was always the plan. And look, you know, again, I, I, I thought Cody was going to win this last mm -hmm. Sunday. So uh, maybe assuming makes an ass out of you and me. But I do mm -hmm. think Cody beating Brock is a huge thing. You know, Brock is one of the most protected guys in the company. Um, so, yeah, I think it's... Uh, Assuming that's what ha what happens, but who knows? Maybe Brock beats Cody, and uh, but I, I don't see that. I think you know. Look, uh, I, I thought Cody was hot. It was a moment in time. I felt like they didn't capitalize, but at the same time, uh, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I'm I'm willing to give this regime the benefit of the doubt, um, 
And because uh, they've been doing great things. The last eight months of creative with WWE have been, have been the best I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, it was a... This is my thoughts coming out of WrestleMania. I was surprised, too, that Roman retained. I thought for sure this was the end of that story and they were going to go in... Things were going to you know, go in different directions now. But I've, I've said to myself, I've second-guessed them in this Bloodline story before, and each and every time they proved to me that they were right and they had something even better planned, and it got better. And so I don't think anything's different now. They, they have to prove to me that they've lost it before I get upset about it. So, yep. um, And honestly, before I knew anything about what was going on with creative, I love the Brock Lesnar stuff. Like I thought when he came Same. out to be the tag team partner, I was like, that is awesome. And then when he just attacked Cody, I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. What's going on? Uh, I loved it. So at least that part, I wasn't happy yeah. with all of Raw, but like that part of it, I was like, this is great. This is I, awesome stuff. I like the first hour. I like the last 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I think you and I are in the same boat there because – yeah, the the middle of it felt like it didn't really matter, which felt very much like uh, a year ago. Ross, it just seems like an opportunity wasted, right? You got all. I mean, Jesus, they did a huge number. Uh, they did over two point two million viewers. Uh, they did two point six um, at the at the start. I mean, it was it just felt like a opportunity missed in a lot of ways by farting on the last two hours you know the farting church kind of yeah yeah it did it and it was it was kind of interesting watching it because it has been so good i was like is it just me or does this feel kind of lackluster and then right yeah like because i wasn't even i wasn't even sure i was like is this bad i I was pumped for a while and then i was like hmm what's going on what's you know and then it just kept going in that direction yeah, even the uh, like the women's tag match for the the a shot at the titles. I was thinking, what was yeah. the showcase for at WrestleMania? Like, right. that was I don't know. <laughs> I because I, I assumed that was a slam dunk. Well, they're the next contenders. They won the showcase, but All right. I don't know. But in any case, so if you're unhappy, if anyone's reading this, you're unhappy about what Brock did to Cody. Your boy was the one that planned it, so don't. don't <laughs> Don't, don't blame Vincent Mann. Uh, by the way, just a side note, Vincent Mann is just unstoppable, isn't he? Like, I like we sat here, just side note, not even in my notes here. I'm just I, I'm just looking back on it and like you can't you can't kill this guy. Like, not only he's that turd, he's that Owen Hart. <laughs> Remember the nugget. <laughs> not only did, I mean, not only did we think he was kicked out and done for, but he came back. He made three billion more than anyone oh, thought he was going to make, and he's back in power. Like this guy's unstoppable. It's incredible. Like just, you know, he's the nugget. You can, <laughs> he's, he's the nugget. Well, call him the nugget. He is the nugget. <laughs> <laughs> the nugget. What a great callback. Uh, Terry Allen you know, Jr. I, I, oh. Oh. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I, I just think Vince is. Uh, yeah, I didn't get a mustache. Yeah, <laughs> such a like 1950s villain uh, thing going on. But um, you can't get rid of him. 
And I, look, it's an opportunity for AEW, in my opinion. I mean, it feels very much like they went right back into being what gave AEW power. Yeah. Um, at least with this at one episode, it's one episode. So who knows? But uh, again, it was like this, this is AEW's time to strike. If they can start lining stuff up and make stuff happen. That's why I loved uh, AEW dynamite last night is I love that. They started with Jay White's here. Jericho is facing down Keith Lee. Now we've got, um, I think it was the acclaimed right after that or something. I can't remember. What yeah. No, no, it was house of black right after that. Like all stuff that makes, if, if I am that person that turned away for a little bit going, Whoa, this is crazy. This is interesting. It's back to being an alternative as opposed to uh, WWE for a while there was being number one by far. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden it just feels like uh, you have an alternative again. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought, uh, yeah, I think it's a, a great opportunity for AEW, assuming that... Uh, things stay as they are with Vince and WWE. In your busy day-to-day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a 3-in-1 smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, yeah, the, the, the mustache and, and hair of Vince. I, uh, I kind of, I, part of me. Creeps me out. It kind of does, but it kind of makes me like it because I'm like, yeah, Vince is the evil billionaire. He should be scary and creepy looking. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he looks like if you were watching a movie about like the a, evil like billionaire, a, a Mexican he's... movie from the 50s, <laughs> right? Like he would be that villain. Like a no, novel, one of those novellas or what do they call them? Uh, right. Yeah. The tele, yes. tele, yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh, that's so funny. Uh, we got a, a question from Terry Allen Jr. for you, though, Raj. Raj, rarely will you appear on the podcast? When I'm invited, I'll, I'll be on. <laughs> He's going to, uh, Raj, Raj, going to break your heart, Terry. Don't, uh, don't don't hold on to hope. He's gonna break your heart. I could tell. You're invited back, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 anytime. So, uh, we got a few other uh, 
bits of news and notes here that I wanted to run by you here. And this is something that was, I, I thought was kind of cool to see, but uh, Jonathan Gresham uh, spoke with uh, House of Wrestling. And uh, this is a write-up on Wrestling Inc. from Olivia Quinlan. If, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, said that Grisham reflected and said, I can admit that I was acting very unprofessionally while trying and failing to convey the message to my former employer. After weeks of feeling like I wasn't being heard or blown off, I was frustrated, to be honest. Uh, he went on to say, I know TK is a very busy guy owning a lot of different businesses, and I am a very small gear in this machine. That just came after so much time thinking about it through therapy and things of that nature. Uh, Raj, one of the reasons I like this and one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up is in this world, in this day and age, it's so rare that people just admit like, hey, I didn't handle that right. My bad. I apologize. And I think that's very big of Jonathan Gresham. I think that's a very cool thing for him to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, good good for him because I remember when he he said that stuff, I was just like, you're burying yourself, man. What, what mm -hmm. are you doing? You know, like it just felt like, uh, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I feel like a lot of wrestlers today um, expect the world to be handed to them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you really, you've got to get over. Yeah. And he wasn't over. And, uh, you know, again, I, I just think, uh, you get over, but I mean, there are, there are, there is a lot of bad booking going on right now with, with AEW. Like, look, uh, Keith Lee and Swerve, they haven't had a match yet. That feud has been going on forever. So yes, it, it's, um, it's fine to be frustrated, but mm -hmm. to overreact, I, I just think it's just, it's just bad. It's I, I I get where someone like Gresham is coming from in the uh like like just when he was originally upset because he was the champion of Ring of Honor, but again, it's um he was going to a new company. It was a new world, and you you have to start all over again. And that's difficult, I know, for anybody, but that's just kind of how it goes. And yeah, it's especially in a world like pro wrestling, when you're working for one of these major companies, they're going to be fine with or without you. And Mercedes Monet is one of the biggest stars you could ask for. WWE is doing just fine. And that's not a shot against Mercedes Monet. I mean, again, she's in, on TV. She's doing big things. And her value possibly is more than what she's was getting at WWE. But WWE is going to be fine if anyone walks away. AEW will be fine if anyone walks away. And so it's it's a tough spot to, to be in if you're going to come come at the boss, you know? Right, right. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I think it's cool that he is is big enough to admit, like, hey, I handled it wrong, yeah. and, and I'm sorry. And, and that's entertainment, too. You never, like, it, it's very hard to say this, but you don't, you don't take it personal, you know? Like, you... I know there are times when I haven't gotten something that I thought I should have and it's not personal. Then you get something and you're like, okay, that's cool. But you, you just got to go. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just think it was a case where you're not this, you know, uh, be humble. Mm -hmm. You're not the star 
you think you were and uh, be humble and you've got tons of opportunities coming your way. Yep. Yep. Um, so we'll see if he ever makes a comeback there, but I do think that uh, uh, he's doing good in, in impact right now. So good on him. He landed on his feet and hopefully he continues to do well. Um, yeah. I don't know him, but I, I'm a fan of his wrestling. So hopefully he does well. Uh, <laughs> it's impact. <laughs> it's, it's as long as guys are getting paid. That's the most important yeah, thing. Absolutely. Um, but speaking of guys going different places, uh, this was just a fun little bit of information. Uh, Vince McMahon apparently supported the idea of Chris Jericho facing Kenny Omega in New Japan. Uh, except for one part, and that was billing it as Alpha versus Omega, uh, because this man was starting a company called Alpha for the <laughs> XFL, and he didn't want right. those two things linked. Raj, I'm just surprised that Vincent Man is so was so open to the idea of Jericho doing it. Um, in fact, he said, Jericho says Vince said, "You're a WWE guy, anyways. People know it. Have fun with it." I, we get this. I get we're built with this idea that Vince holds on to these guys and no one's allowed to do anything, but this paints a very different picture of Vince. So then they like, eh, go for it. You remember what was it two years ago when <laughs> Vince had Jericho on Broken Skull Sessions right after WrestleMania. And that following Wednesday, AEW did their best rating that you know, uh, one of the best ratings that they've ever done. Uh, you know, it, Vince, Vince's can be weird like that, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, impulsive. And then later being like, oh, that was a mistake. I, I think he sees Jericho on Broken Skull Sessions as a mistake. And um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, how, how, how many uh, Kenny Omega matches do you think Vince McMahon has really seen? None. Uh, I yeah, I don't think you've seen a single one. That that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what I think too. So, um, yeah, and, and I say that uh, based off of Triple H a while back saying he doesn't think Vince has ever watched a full episode of NXT, and so if Vince isn't watching NXT, I don't think he's pulling up other companies to watch their shows. Right. Um, I kind of get the feeling Vince is one of those guys that. If you want to get in front of his eyeballs, you need to do something so that you're put in front of his eyeballs. He's not going to go out of his way to scout right. you. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I can't imagine that he has seen anything from Kenny Omega, and that's not a shot at Kenny Omega or anyone. I just no. don't think that's his. Yeah. I don't think that. I just don't think that's what he does. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we got a, a couple more things before we're out of here. If, by the way, in the chat, let us know if there's anything you want us to chat about as well, by the way, if there's any news or anything we're missing. But this was something that we talked about a little bit on the show last night, but I want to get your take on it because I feel like this is something you're going to have a good perspective on. Uh, and that is, and this was written up by Ross Berman, the fourth on Wrestling Inc., uh, that AW has hired former WWE Vice President of Communications, Adam Hopkins. Uh, PW Insider is the ones that reported that. Uh, and they said that no official title has been confirmed, but according to multiple sources, he started with AEW last Wednesday. Raj, have you had any experiences with Adam Hopkins? And uh, what does this mean for AEW? Oh, I've had a ton. Adam Hopkins is 
great, uh, easy to communicate with. Uh, he got my daughter's front row seats at uh, Raw uh, last year. Um, he's he's great. He's great at what he does, and he is attentive. I, I think it's a great signing for AEW. He's a uh, he's a good guy. Does he? As far as at least what he did with WWE, is he someone? Because I, I see things like PR. Is that mm-hmm. him booking talent on radio shows? Is that him handling the Twitter account? Is, Everything. Yeah. Every. Interesting. So we may see a different. Is he someone who might change things like the big announcements or what? What becomes a press release or what becomes an announcement or is that? more a Tony Khan thing. It'll be interesting because he was under WWE rules before, you know, and so he was operating within those guidelines. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Tony's going to give him a lot more freedom. Um, I think Adam's got tons and tons and tons of contacts uh, throughout everything. So um, yeah, I think it's, it's, this is a huge plus for AEW in my opinion. Something that I've not noticed. I'm not a big Twitter. I don't understand Twitter that well, but I have a a pal that's uh, he works in that world. um, And he, he would always complain about AEW's Twitter and how there's so many hashtags and ats and things like that. You can't even read it. Uh, Yeah. And and so now, (laughs) now I'm like, will he fix that? Will they make that better? I, I don't know. I hope so. Jeez, because it is it is hard to uh, read. I feel like like it's it feels like a a teenage kid is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So hopefully that'll be something that gets worked on, and maybe this will be good for them as far as getting on more TV shows. Maybe we'll see like Today's Show or whatever. Uh, again, that's one of those things. I. I say this is one of those signings that no one's going to talk about, but will be a big impact for mm-hmm. AEW and, and will really help them out. Uh, we got a few listener listener questions. God, I'm radio, radio guy. A few <laughs> listener call-ins today. No, we got a few questions that have come in. I want to run them by you here. Uh, one came in on Twitter from at Juicy Steen, who uh, says, is there one wrestler that is not signed to AEW right now that you could p- plausibly see appear at all in? Um, uh, gosh, I can't think. I can't think of anybody. Um, feels like everyone's tied up. I mean, yeah, especially uh, if you're talking about American, because if you're talking about like anyone from New Japan could be there, or right, you know, that doesn't really, really. Help yeah, it. I mean, if difference makers, no, I, I don't see anyone. No. What about uh, Mandy? Mandy Rose, Killer Demon, throwing that name out there, or Monet? She's not a difference maker. She's I I. I sometimes I can be a little too blunt, but. Uh, She's not going to make a difference with ratings. She's I, I I'm I'm big, I'm a big fan of Mandy, um, but and, uh, yeah, uh, I'm seeing Bailey listed a lot. Is Bailey's contract coming up? Huh. A few well, people I, have I mentioned. Double check. I should double check on that. But 
I don't want to sound like I'm being a dick, but I don't see her being a difference maker either. She's popular. She's a great talent. Love her. I think she's amazing. But uh, gosh, you know, real difference makers, uh, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, Mm-hmm. John Cena, you know, like the ones that are really going to make a, a difference in, in ratings and business. There's only a handful. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think as far as someone's going to make not a, one. I, yeah, I think it's as, as far as someone's going to make a immediate like change in impact. There's got to be like only five people right. that realistically would that would the realistically needle. change change anything, at least immediately. Um, yeah. And even some of my favorites, I don't think are going to change anything in a huge way. Um, but you're to your point, yeah, like a John Cena, like a which they're not getting John Cena, right? Yeah, uh, not. You know, Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg, I, I could see being a, a temporary uh, blip in, in in the ratings, but there's not many. There's not many. Um, yeah, very very few. So I don't know. Um, I. But I would guess there's going to be a lot of New Japan people there, especially if they have people who are like uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and those guys. A- anyone who has a tie to anywhere in Europe is going to be probably leaned on. Um, yeah. We got a couple more questions in the chat here for you. Uh, Tony, uh, Tony, and, and is it... Uh, Tori, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Sorry if I mispronounce it, but asks any news on Bray Wyatt and or Alexa Bliss. Um, Bray Wyatt has um, he had an issue, and uh, yeah, that hasn't been re- been resolved yet. Physical, so mm-hmm. when, once that's resolved, he'll he'll be back. Yeah, anytime there's like a health issue, regardless mm-hmm. of what it is. I always say kind of like hands off, like, right. especially if you don't know, because if you don't know what the issue is, like they're just going to have time, however long it takes. You just got to wait that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of that, uh, Dellen 13 asks any updates on Randy Orton returning and big E returning to WWE, Jack and Raj. No, I mean, Randy Orton still has, um, it, it's going to be a bit with his back. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about Biggie. Yeah, both of those are huge injuries that, yeah, you know, yeah, you can't, you, you can't, uh, can't count days on e- either of those. You don't want to rush those, you know. No, um, and then uh, Gotti Junior asks, "What do you think Triple H will say on SmackDown Friday night?" Apparently, WWE announced he's coming out to the ring Friday. Any predictions? That uh, Cody Rhodes will be facing Brock at uh, at uh, Backlash. That that would be my guess. Oh, that's just announced the match. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. That's a big match. Yeah, it is a huge match. Or Bad Bunny and um, and Ray versus Dominic and Damian Priest. Speaking of Damian Priest, NYC Demon Diva. Bad Bunny wrestling in in Puerto Rico. That's gigantic, you know? I mean, that might actually be the announcement, is that instead of hosting, Bad Bunny will be main eventing 
tag teaming with Ray against Dom and Damian Priest. Bing, bang, boom. Sold mm-hmm. me a ticket. Um, sold one to, to Issa as well, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hi, Issa. Issa, what's gonna, when's your guy going to face Roman Reigns like the greatest celebrity wrestler ever, Logan Paul did? We gotta get, we gotta get Bad Bunny to step up, get in the ring with the uh, with the tribal chief. Uh, yeah, I don't know what Triple H is gonna say, but I think that works. Issa, Roman or Bad Bunny? Who yep. who do you go for? <laughs> she said never. He's not got Cody. <laughs> you gotta uh, you gotta pick if if they're in a match. Who you whose shirt are you wearing, uh, Isa? The Roman Reigns shirt or the Bad Bunny shirt if they face each other? That probably blew her mind. She's like, I can't, I can't pick that. <laughs> if they face each other at Great Balls of Fire, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. Roman right. should be everyone and their parents. <laughs> I agree. I'm with you. Roman, Logan, you look, if it's working, it's working, and Roman is working. So, yeah, for sure. I 100%. Um, a few quick uh, more questions about returns. We got one from More One asking about AJ Styles, and then we got uh, SEV about Nakamura. Any, any, you heard anything about those? Nakamura is ready to come back whenever uh, they got creative for him. So yeah, he's uh, he's there. Uh, AJ Styles. I don't know. I, you know what? I'll double check on that. Um, and then we got a uh, Tuck Graph asking, "Do you guys know when WWE's contract with Peacock expires?" I don't know. I feel like it's two yeah, years. That's, but I'm just guessing. Uh, twenty um, twenty six. Twenty twenty six. Yeah. So. That's going to be for a while, regardless of the uh, the purchase. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, and then we got Veggie Gamer asking, "What do you do with the women's titles now? Do you combine them? And if not, who drops first, Rhea or Bianca, and to whom?" Raj, I when Rhea was going for that title with Charlotte Flair, when Bianca retained, I thought the first thing I thought is Rhea should unify these titles. But what say you? Yeah, I think you. I think you combine them. I, I think all the titles should be combined. I think uh, mm-hmm. uh, the champions appear on both shows. And uh, look, I think I, I've been saying it forever. I think Roman should, I'd like to see him on both shows more often. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I like one world champion. And if Cody were to win, if they were split the titles and Cody won that belt, it would make it seem less than because he just lost to Rome. You know, you know what I mean? Like, right. He, 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 that title immediately would become less than. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think I hate the idea of multiple champions under one company. It should, you should right. know who your top people are and not have the, uh, the split thing. I don't like how AEW likes to pretend that TNT and AEW champions oh, are both equal. I hate that. Like, <laughs> You need the one person up top, and I think it should be for all things. They need to drop the FTW title. It's completely unnecessary. It it it, it means absolutely nothing. They need to um, make their titles mean more. And uh, yeah, I, I just think AEW they have so many belts now, and it's uh, it's not helping them. 
no yeah at some point if if everyone's a champion no one's a champion is the right percent. <laughs> i go with <laughs> uh also with the ftw title i don't believe there's i don't believe there's actually a number that you can or can't have i think it just depends on how you book but like i look at the ftw title no one has ever said they want the ftw title like no one's trying to get it so that kind of tells me why <laughs> do you have it like there's no one who's been like, man, my goal is to win that FTW title. I loved Taz when I was growing up. I was a kid watching him now. I want that championship. No one has every match he's had has been inconsequential to whether or not he was the FTW champion. I mean, there are episodes of Dynamite that I watch where it just feels like every graphic has a person with the belt. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, regardless if it's AAA or New Japan or whatever, at some point the elite of the elite should um uh be exceptional and when mm-hmm. everyone has a belt like you said it just it means nothing right so um yeah we'll have to see i don't expect they'll get rid of those titles anytime soon but there you yeah. go um i think that does it for us unless uh you've got any other additional things you want to say um you still got three more episodes to do that's about three more hours before you clock out raj <laughs> love you guys uh well where can the world find you online in the meantime uh are we going to do our practical money what's going on here <laughs> i you know i'm i'm waiting for you whenever you're ready i uh i i you know it's been a little shaky financial time so i don't know if uh, with, <laughs> I mean, yeah. watched that stock market lately. <laughs> was, wanna... It was down 20 grand yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Today's been good. I don't That's, know. If, uh... <laughs> I, I keep wondering, is that is today the day I want to tell people what I... <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm down. Everyone should go just to, just to be sure in case we don't have Raj back. You know, we only have Raj a few more times here. Everyone should go to youtube.com slash at practical money hit the follow button, but then also hit the little bell in the corner. So you get notified when we do update the the show. And look, we talk about all sorts of different financial things and how we've used money to do good things. And you can listen to it. You cannot, it's not advice, just a little. And I feel like that, that first episode we did covered a lot of tracks, you know, with Mm -hmm. uh, just getting rid of debt and um, just everything. And I feel like, uh, I, I, I send that to a lot of people like check this out. Um, I'm, I'm willing to help, you know, give you, it's not advice, but whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, but check this video out first and then go from there. Yeah. And so everyone at the very least, if you haven't done it yet, go there, watch that first video and it, See what you think. See if you adds any other questions, and you can always hit us up on Twitter or whatever, and let us know if you have any additional uh, questions as well. That's always helpful. But I think that does it for us, Raj. Uh, I want to give a shout out to everyone in the chat: Veggie Gamer, Spaceman Five Eight Four, Tuck Graph, More One, Mike Rouse, Sky High, Tony Tory. We got uh, Tuck Graph, Carlos Martinez, Bigfoot Sneakerhead coming through. Uh, I love the name there. Uh, Bigfoot sneakerhead. I'm going to see Air today, right after this, actually, uh, with, with the folks from Nike. Actually, I'm going to be with a bunch of uh, Nike. Oh, wow. to watch. So it should be fun, fun to go see that. And uh, everyone else: Scotty Junior, uh, Sev, uh, Dellen, William Brewer, 
Nelly Belly 420, NYC Demon Diva. All of you guys, thanks so much for coming through. Uh, Brad One as well there coming in right at the end of the uh, at the end of the chat there. You follow me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. I did commentary for California Love, the first show of the collective. You can check it out replay on Fight TV now. I'm going to be in Seattle to do some ring announcing for Defy, and I'm going to be back on Championship Wrestling on Tuesday. So I got a little, I got more wrestling coming my Busy way. Man. <laughs> but i think that does it for us make sure to like comment share subscribe and make sure to tune into the smackdown and rampage after show tomorrow right here on wrestling inc say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill